drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Eric Oakry, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, serving it up for you every week. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Cornbread! We're serving up that Kool-Aid and cornbread because the Lions took it to the Chicago Bears. Now, normally we give you a review. We kind of go through, hit the highlights, maybe give you some hot takes, some rants. Today, I think we're going to do it via the Kool-Aid gimmicks, the sound drops, and I got a perfect guy to kind of recap this game and get into all types of other hijinks here on the show with me, and that's the one and only Choppy Chop, Chops, you're back, the Lions are rolling, they got a chance to get in the playoffs this week, so much to talk about, man, how you doing? Oh, Oakry, so happy to be back on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, it's been a couple of weeks, man, and baby, what else can I say rather than... Hashtag choppy likey, eight and eight, one game away from the playoffs. Let's roll. Chops, I'm glad you started with that because I want to double down. I want to talk about a guy that a few weeks ago, you dame, you deemed shifty swifty. <laughs> and I think it's perfect. I've called him Swizzle on the show. Most people know him by his government. His name's Dion Dre Swift. And if we're going to recap the Bears game, with, I don't know, with sound bites and with thoughts about shifty swifty. I mean, I think there's only one sound we got to start with. <laughs> I mean, I said that after he, uh, I don't know, diced him up, spin move, ran to the uh, end zone for the first time. I think I said this multiple times when he caught a screen pass, hit the afterburners and launched into the end zone for a second touchdown. I mean, did I call it or what? Did I say Swift was going to ball and did he ball? Yes, I did. Let's go. Yes, yes. That's the live one for you there, buddy. Shifty Swifty was all over the field. 11 carries, four catches, 100 and some odd yards, two tugs, a long of 35. Dude was balling on Sunday, and he made the Bears eat dirt and eat his dust because, man, he was Shifty Swifty all day. It's such a good name. Like, you're just piling up the drops and the sound bits uh, other than Brad always open for business sometimes, most of the time during the draft homes. But uh, that one's growing on me as well. Gotta love it. Hey, if we're going to talk, uh, if we're going to talk gimmicks, uh, let's move. Let's move to our next one here. How about our boy, the number two pick in the 2022 draft? My boy, your boy, Hutch. Let's talk about it, Oakry. What are we going to do about that? Unleash. 
And there it is. That's right. Another interception for our boy Hutch. Another half sack. Another fumble recovery. The dude is all over the field. I could do an entire segment on why this guy should be the defensive rookie of the year. I won't get into it. But man, that guy, this week, this season, he was unleashed. Unleash Hutch. Do you want to hear some exclusive audio chops of what it sounded like when he was creeping over by the sidelines before he picked off another pass, a lollipop by Justin Fields. You want to hear that? What it sounded like? Oh, uh, play, play it for me, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just standing over here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, you threw it. Picked. Unleash Hutch. Dan Campbell agrees as well. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. Exactly, Dan Can't Thank you for unleashing them, and we're ready to roll. Chops, we've been known to do new sounds here. I'm trying to debut things as I have time, which all of our time is limited. But I want to talk about the next guy on the list here in the Bears game. And that's Mr. Six-Round Pick, James Houston. This guy, all he does is sack the quarterback. All he does is get after people. All he does is bend the edge. All he does is create problems for the opposing team. Houston, we have a problem. Yes, you do. You have plenty of them. And its name, his first name is James. Last name is Houston. Houston, we have a problem. Chicago. You got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. His name is James. Houston. Doing big things. Love it. Oh, yes. Okri. Absolutely, man. What does it got? Six sacks in six games. Three this week. Two tackles for loss. The guy's just like, he's like a missile. Like, he gets shot out of a cannon, and it's like, watch out, QB. Here he come. Man, that guy has been the steal of the draft for this defense. He's fresh. He's only played in six games now. And, I I mean, let's just keep it rolling, baby. Let's see. Between him and Hutch, I I mean, are we getting anything better on that uh, pressure on that quarterback? I'm just loving these two guys, man. It's a great combo, no doubt. Unleash Hutch. (laughs) Followed by. Houston, we have a problem. Love it. What, What else we got? Keep it rolling. Oh, okay. Listen, hey, if we're gonna talk gimmicks, man, let's uh, let's talk about our other running back. Uh, our little, our we got our shifty swifty, but then we also got our swag dog, swago, <laughs> uh, Jay Swaggy, whatever you want to call him, man, dude. This guy is ridiculous. 140 plus yards on the ground, a touchdown. Guys nearing a thousand yards, and uh, what is he already at? 15 tugs for the year. I mean, what what sound bite do we got for this guy? Swag goo. I mean, there's so many sound bites you could play, so many good things. But I think if he was chilling with you at a party, he might say this. Just give me that Kool-Aid. <laughs> I think if he was out there playing Pokemon and hanging out with the fellas and having a few laughs, he might say. Just give me that Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean, when you put up a thousand and fifteen touchdowns, I think you deserve multiple drinks of that Kool-Aid. Just give me that Kool-Aid. Exactly. Xavi, I want to move from running back to wide receiver. A guy that on this show was deemed ARSB. Now I hear that on multiple platforms. Then you deemed him on a random show, Amon Ra, which we have fun with and so do people like Frank Ribble and many of many other people. I mean, this guy, I believe, is over 100 catches here in, in year two. He's over a thousand yards at wide receiver. He's an incredible football player. 
He's everything we want for the Detroit Lions. So drink it in, everybody. Drink it in, man. Oh, oh great. You, you, you couldn't have said it any better, man. You're right. A thousand yards, hundred catches, six tutties. And all I got to say is, Amon Ra <laughs> has been an all-star, absolute Pro Bowl stud for this team in year two. And he's, the, he, you know, I, I think between him and J-Mo, man, those two guys are going to ball out in Detroit for years, and I cannot wait for it. Quick follow-up, quick follow-up. ARSB is, is certified and used multiple times. Amon Ra is obviously hilarious and funny to do. Should St. Breezy be part of the package? That was thrown in there by my boy Nick Wagner via text. Is that good or should we throw that out with the bathwater? Oh, St. Breezy. Man, you know, I, I don't I don't think it doesn't have the cachet of ARSB <laughs> or Amon Ra. In fact, if it were me, I would probably be like St. Brizzle. But, uh, hey, you know what, St. Breezy, I, I mean, look, it's potato, <laughs> potato, baby. You can't go wrong when you're talking gimmicks, when you're exactly. talking nicknames of a stud-wide receiver that we got on this roster. So, you know what, I'll allow it. Judges we'll ruling, keep, allowed. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it in the mix every every blue moon, but we'll go with the classics. Chops, what else we got? We're still in this Bears game, which, did I mention off the top, was 41-10 to 10 Lions. An absolute beatdown. I tried to tell at Joey Sports Guy. I tried to let him know. I tried to tell him we're coming for blood. I tried to... Uh, in you know give him some information educate the man he didn't want to hear it until kickoff yeah absolutely okay i mean look you watched that game and it was like you blinked and you missed a touchdown right 41 points we came to play uh, i mean who said is it better than dan miller touchdown detroit lions chops when you're talking touchdown detroit lions touchdown detroit lions i want to talk about our tight ends <laughs> Our tight ends are catching touchdown Detroit Lions left, right, center. What what do they got like 12, 15 combined between Brock Wright, Shane Zilstra and our boy James Mitchell? I mean, they are just they're catching touchdowns left, right and center. Isn't that right, Dan Miller? Touchdown Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. And the only thing else I can add to that, Okri, is Haku. Haku. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> Since that guy's been gone, our three guys have been absolute studs. 13 touchdowns from our tight end position since we traded Hawk at game seven. So come on, baby. We got it. Zilstra, Brock. I can't even say his nickname that I really love on this show because it's a family show. So family we'll just show. call him Big Brock. All right, we'll leave it at that. Big Brock. Okay. Yes. And we're just balling out, man. It's great. And James Mitchell's been in the mix too, and I'm loving it. So I love to see the rookie get involved. I, I want to say one thing. Don't ever use the Haku again because it sounded like Haku, which I think was an old wrestler way back in the day. I'm not quite sure. I think uh, he, he probably performed in, in one of those federations. But Haku is not one of your better ones. I, I don't think that one's going to grow on me the way Shifty Swifty has. <laughs> probably not. That was just a Haku. I was just like, who? Isn't it? Who? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to come up with a Haku. For Haku. <laughs> you see what I said? There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I couldn't find that it doesn't matter in time. So let's keep it rolling. Let's get through this Bears review because everybody, you got to stick with us. I mean, we may get into a segment with Choppy about a certain quarterback on this team. We also might look into the future.
about the Detroit Lions. We might talk about the Kool-Aid Hotline, the Kool-Aid Fantasy League for a few, give a few shout-outs. And then you know we got to get into this Packer game against Smug, under the lights, Sunday night football. So much to do here on the pod. Yeah, Okri. Hey, listen, while we're talking about fast, hey, let's talk about hashtag JMO fast. All right. We didn't get him involved in the passing game, but guess what? We got him up on the running game. Nice reverse, 40-yard scamper. And then, you know, it was kind of funny because I'm pretty sure our quarterback was, like, running just as fast as J-Mo was. So, I mean, are we doing hashtag Jared fast? No, 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 no. It's hashtag J-Mo fast. (laughs) Hold on. I do do have a soundbite for that. You just compared the speed of golf your boy <laughs> to my boy james williams and i i mean there's only one answer to that ridiculous uh, comparison you just made nope 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 <laughs> nope but but choppy let me ask you this you ever sitting around with your kids you ever with a friend at the bar you ever somewhere just watching the lions and then when jameson williams takes off you look over at him and you're like Hashtag JMO fast. <laughs> you ever like see a, a car flying down the highway going like way faster than they should, and you're like, man, that car's going real fast, but they're not going hashtag JMO fast. <laughs> like, does that ever happen to you in real life? Uh, listen, Okri, uh, to, to steal a line from one of my favorite movies, I live my life 10 seconds at a time, but uh, <laughs> that's not anywhere near hashtag JMO fast. <laughs> Oh man, it's 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 catching on. People are people are loving it. It's it's very versatile. You can use it in multiple ways. Comparing uh, how fast something is to how it's not. Hashtag JMO fast. But Chop, I, I got a real quick rant. People like when I kind of go off on things when I have to get something off my chest. And since we're speaking of hashtag JMO fast, I got a little bit of a rant on his swag. We just talked about swagoo earlier. Like, what is going on with Jameson Williams, aka JMO, aka hashtag JMO fast, with his swag, with his gear? He's got like a scuba suit on. Then one week he's wearing long sleeves. This week he had like a, a woman's night shirt under his jersey where like the sleeves were down to his elbows. Short sleeves, by the way. Big old baggy fit under the classic throwback. This is my quick JMO rant. I need a possibly tin advisor. I need, instead of the scuba suit, I need like a cool bandana underneath the helmet that hangs out the back i need an arm sleeve like dj chark has i might need some wristbands like he wore in college maybe a leg sleeve i need the jersey all swagged out so he can look slender hashtag jmo fast let's get rid of the scuba suit underneath let's get rid of these baggy shirts long sleeves let's get the Allen Iverson arm sleeve, the tinted visor, the headband underneath, the wristbands, a Jordan leg sleeve, and let's do this. Come on, JMO. Let's get the fit right. And once we get the fit right, let's come with it every week. I want you looking like you did at Bama, man. We're looking swaggy when you're catching deep touchdowns. We got to get this together here in that Honolulu blue and silver. Let's go. Now, I got a couple more to get into, and I want to spend a couple seconds on this guy, and that's Josh Pascal. I mean, everyone's hating on this guy early. Oh, man, I didn't see him at training camp. Oh, he hadn't played yet. What a horrible draft pick. Man, they should have taken so-and-so. Brad Holmes doesn't know what he's doing. You seen Pascal playing recently? This is a big, nasty, big 
beast on the defensive line. You can play him on the edge. You can slide him inside. He can overpower you. He can he can just outrush you like he did in this football game. Power rush with a little bit of a little bit of yik yak to it to get to the quarterback. That's my boy Josh Pascal doing big things and getting everybody excited. I mean, do you like this pick? Because I know I do. Yes, sir! Thank you, Rip. That's what I'm talking about. Can he do big things for the Lions moving forward? Yes, sir! Exactly. I love Josh Pascal. What a hell of a football player, a guy, and just a guy to get after the quarterback and play the run and do a lot of other things for you. Yeah, Okri, listen, uh, you know, Brockers took a step back and allowed this guy to come in. And, I mean, he's just been a big, nasty freak. Two sacks, four total tackles this week. I mean, he's he's been stuffing it up the middle and getting to the quarterback. And, and he just adds to that line. I mean, look, dude, we have a really young, hungry, nasty, get-in-your-face, rip-your-head-off, bite-a-kneecap defense. And it's going to keep getting better. Play it, Dan Campbell. You've had enough of that. <laughs> oh, that that that's that not the one, one too. <laughs> that's a classic. But I I, I think you wanted a, I don't know this. We're gonna bite a kneecap off. We're gonna smile at you. We're gonna take your other kneecap. We're gonna smile at you. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you. We're the, gonna be the last one standing. All right. That's gonna be the mentality. <laughs> that's right, Dan Campbell. That that's the man right there. There's no question. He's 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 not only taking kneecaps. Now he's taking W's. He's doing big things. You mentioned a guy named Michael Brockers. I'm feverishly looking for a soundbite for him that might fit. And I don't know, at this point, it might be this one. Who is this Rudy Poo? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's doing great things in the locker room. I'm sure players love him. I'm sure he loves getting $10 million checks bi-weekly. But all Lions fans are just like, we don't even know this guy anymore. Who is this Rudy Poo? Chops, you want to finish this out strong here? You want to finish the recap with something big for the people? Brother. Oh, uh, Okri, we got to do it. I mean, we're hyped. We got them up. They got their glasses filled. Let's finish Brother. strong. Let's get this this uh, first half wrapped up with some uh, something big. What do you got? Well, <clears throat> since you asked. Brother. Brother. I am going to have to talk a little bit about my boy, JG16. Brother. And how everybody wants to get on the hashtag golf train. <laughs> I thought you were going to. And everybody <laughs> wants to say, Choppy, how did you know? <laughs> how did you know he was going to be so good? Well, I did know. I knew uh, two years ago. Y'all better Brother. punch your tickets. I think I posted on Twitter what you got to do in order to join the golf train. (laughs) And we got to have a segment about my boy Jared Goff. Chops, me playing brother over and over again is for you to go into your Hulk Hogan bit about Jared Goff. That's what I was prompting you to do. Brother. (laughs) Oh, Okri, you know it takes me time to get into my Hulk Hogan voice. I can't just do that on a whim. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You gotta give me a minute to Brother. get into the Hulkamania. Oh, there we there we go. And and you did mention something about a I don't know, like a golf train. I don't want your bula bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> golf train. Yikes. You're off, bro. You're off. 
Now, now you said I'm off, bro. I'm off. You also said something about Bula Bula and then dropped a long explicative when we were just trying to have a normal conversation, yelling at each other in the car heading to Indy uh, for the Big Ten Championship. So am I still off? Are all the other fans off? Because I want to I do want to know, brother. How did you know that he was going to ball the way he has recently? Like, I, I, I want to know, when did he learn how to throw tight spirals? That's what I really want to know. Because for months and months before the season started, I said something to the effect of, um, he can't throw. Now he's throwing spirals. He's throwing dimes. He's com- he's uh, accurate. He's leading the team. He's actually throwing it deep, which is wobbly or non-wobbly. Yet it gets there. I mean, this is your time to gloat, to prance around, to do more whole Hogan gimmicks to tell people they are allowed on the golf train. Like, s- drink it in, man. This is all you right now. Drink it in well, now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, hey, you know what? Before I get started here, can I get a double side of cornbread? I I think I could do that for you. Cornbread, cornbread. Hot and piping okay. for Jared Goff. Uh, now, listen, Oakry. I want to take you back. Let's play a little game. Let's play a little back to back to uh, the past. Let's go back to we after week seven where we were one and six and you were frustrated, my friend, and you yes. were angry and you were mad. And I believe you said words like, quote, I'm done with Jared Goff and I need Bryce Young, unquote. And maybe, maybe you dropped the Singletary bit. Can't win with him. Can't do it. Can't do it. And I think, oh, I, I don't I know, since did. then. He maybe could be what seven and one, top three in all these different quarterback stats. He's throwing dimes. He's beating everybody up in competitive way. He's crushing defenses. He's making our division look like a bunch of bleepity bleeps. <laughs> the dude is on fire. And all that said. Everybody just wants to soak all in and now they're happy and now they're in eight and eight playoff land. And, you know, it's just a little bit sweeter for the chopster hashtag choppy likey because I've been on the hashtag golf train since we made the trade two years ago. So I'm drinking it in. I'm now going to allow everybody else to drink it in knowing that it's just a little bit sweeter for choppy chop. Because I was right all along. Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. <laughs> now, I may or may not have said some of those things about you, boy. We may, I, somebody might have to go back and check the tape. I don't have those drops, unfortunately, like I conveniently had last week when I was totally correct. And at Joey Sports Guy, Joey Christopoulos had no clue about <laughs> the Chicago Bears. I don't have those. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I usually blame most of the stuff on the Kool-Aid and the cornbread. I don't know, the Kool-Aid, cornbread, whatever you want to call sure, it, yeah. man. Exactly. I mean, one guy, <laughs> one one guy even said this. Okay, Kool Aid drinker and you know, cornbread muffin and all that. <laughs> I mean, that that he might have been talking to you with all those crazy things, but you were right. I mean, this guy's protecting the football so freaking well. I just want to know to close out this segment to get us to our great commercial sponsors. Does this team from top to bottom, this coach and this general manager, love Jared Goff as much as you do? <laughs> Oh, okay. That's a really good question. I'm not sure anybody loves this guy more than I do, except for maybe his fiance. But uh, yeah, listen, this was the plan from day one. This was the Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, make this trade, make this guy the centerpiece. 
they've this has been the plan all along. You guys can talk about, you know, people were talking about earlier in the season, well, the plan is to draft the quarterback, let Goff be the bridge. No, 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 no. That talk is over, baby. This was the plan, and the plan has worked. And there's only three guys in this universe who knew it was going to work. Brad, always open for business homes. Dan freaking Campbell. And hashtag choppy likey. Woo! All right, everybody. I mean, Dan Campbell, back me up on this one. You've had enough of that. <laughs> Chops, we got to get to our commercial break, everybody. We're coming back. We're doing looks into the future. I mean, we might go all the way to 2023. We had to talk about Kool Aid Fantasy, Packers, Lions, Under the Lights, everybody. Get ready to do this. We'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. I can't thank you enough for listening to those sponsors. That really helps out the show. All you guys that donate to the show, support on all the different platforms. Um, it's just so appreciated, and our lines are rolling. This has been a really fun season top to bottom. Obviously, this is a different type of podcast. We're not a couple beat writers. We're not going through the nuances of the game or trying to teach you football. We're trying to entertain, make you laugh, serve up some of that delicious, scrumptious, Mouth-watering Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Don't forget the cornbread. Cornbread! You know we make it a double on this show. Cornbread! <laughs> 
And speaking of speaking of all the different platforms, if any of you guys follow me, you can find me at Derek Oakery on Twitter. Um, you can also find at Chops in the D. Go give him a follow. He's always putting out hockey content, random hashtags that he makes up on this show and then tries to get them trending, as well as all other types of good content. But uh, you guys would have seen that I put a tweet out about these absolutely hilarious segments from old school Conan O'Brien that I ran into that are so simple but are so funny. <laughs> they just I probably watched 50 plus of these clips that I couldn't just stop laughing about. So, I mean, this is where, you know, Conan, I mean, they they take a look into the future. It's time to get serious here for a second, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time we took a look into the future. The future Conan Choppy, I thought here on the pod, maybe we'd uh, stop fooling around, stop messing around, get serious for a moment, and take a look into the Detroit Lions' future. The future, Oakry? That's right, my quad weekly podcast hope, uh, host and friend. I think we need to look all the way into the year 2000. And 23. In the year and 23. Do you think we should do that? <laughs> Let's do it, Oakry. Chops, I want to know from you. Since we're looking all the way into the year 2023, will Levi, aka Big Denim, <laughs> finally get out? of his denim and put on a football uniform. Oh, that's a great one to start off with the future outlook. Oakry. man, I really hope so. We had a lot of high hopes for our boy, big denim. And uh, yeah, he has just been not been able to stay healthy, not been able to get on the field. I mean, I, I, I would hate to have that big of a draft resource wasted. Um, but man, and the guy just, you know, he seemed to have so much talent and so much potential, as you love to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am very hopeful that this guy can get back on the field, be healthy and ready to go in the year 2023. <laughs> Chaps, why why do you outdo the sound bits half the time? Like, why why do I have this machine or these buttons when you can just do live ones like that? That was that was off the charts. Like this is this is a trial balloon. This will probably have to become a bigger segment where we come up with more punchlines. But um, we're having a little fun with it today. But here, here's the thing: I saw Big Dan. <laughs> I saw him on the sideline this week against Chicago. I saw him laughing it up with his teammates, looking extra thick, looking like he's plugged into the football game. So all you people out there that just wrote this guy off, oh man, he's never gonna play again. Oh, that's a horrible. Uh, pick oh we wasted a second rounder like we have all seen football players that struggle with injuries to start their career I don't know like Matt Stafford did here in Detroit like all the other injury prone players we've seen and if you really look at it a lot of times it takes them a year or two they still got two to three years on that rookie deal if Levi comes back next year busts out the denim Gets his shoulder pads, his sneaks, his helmet back on. I still think this guy can be a football player, no question about it. Let's go to our next one. In the year 2000. 
and 23. Chops, I want to know from you, will your quarterback, your boy, will he still be our quarterback? Oh, Okri. I, you know, I, it, I, I'm shocked that this is even a question. Of course. Hashtag JG16. Hashtag golf train. Hashtag woo Will be the quarterback of the Detroit Lions in 2023. No questions asked. Absa-freaking-lutely. So I want to say a couple things. I want to throw this out there. This is a hot take. This is a nugget. This is something I want you to chew on. I listened to Jared Goff uh, on his weekly segment on the 97 won the ticket, and they asked him about next year. He he would not comment. He said they have one more football game. I I sensed a little bit of uh, a little bit of red ass, a little bit of a burr under his saddle about next year. We'll see what happens. I'll talk about that when it comes. We will see. I mean, is there a possibility that everybody is on the golf train now? You have let us on. We would like to be on. He's playing incredible football. Everyone that I hear is like, hey, forget all that stuff about drafting a quarterback. We're set. Don't worry about it. This guy could be here for multiple more years. We love Jared Goff. That seems to be the sentiment now. Does Jared Goff really love it here? Or does he say he loves it now? Is he balling out? And will he hold us ransom for a big contract, for a ton of money, to be the guy, to be overpaid possibly again, or say, I'll go take my uh, abilities elsewhere? Like, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I like him now, but it could be a big letdown. He could, this could be a, uh, a power move by number 16. Yeah. Uh, okay, listen, I don't really see it that way. I think that this guy, that answer to me, and I heard, I heard the clip that you're talking about, that answer to me on 97 on the ticket tells me that Jared Goff is focused, he's locked in, he's zoned in, and the only thing that he is thinking about is beating the smug, arrogant, P.O.S. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. He's not thinking about next year. He's not thinking about contracts. He's not thinking about any extent. No, he is focused on what he needs to be focused on and what Dan freaking Campbell has everybody on this team focused on, and that's next week against the Green Bay Packers. So don't read into that. That's just me. That's just a guy and me telling you that he's laser focused and ready to go and ready to go into Green Bay and beat the crap out of those punks. That's a good Kool-Aid comeback. I was really just trying to steer the pot. I stir the pot. I believe it as well. Um, I, I just think he's playing the best ball he could possibly play. The team seems to really rally around him. He can nose defenses. He's accurate. He seems to be a good leader. He's everything you want. And like you say, if we could play this out for a few more years, he is under contract. We could we could just roll those picks and do our thing. So I, I just want to know from you, since you did it so well, I wonder if you got another one in you. Like, I mean, we're talking about the year 2023, but do you want to do the sound again and say when you think he might stay here till? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Before we do that, I'll, I, I will give you, I will give you what you're asking for Oakry. But before I do that, I want to say one more thing. You got to remember this guy was the throw in to the Matthew Stafford trade, right? Everybody was like, oh, two first-round picks. And Jared Goff? We got to take that contract? What? (laughs) Like, he was the throw-in, and he had already had problems with McVay. So he is here in Detroit. He knows these guys have his back, and he has been able to elevate his game and play what he was expected to play when he came out of the the draft as a first-round pick, top first pick. He's ready to play, and he's happy to be here, and he's happy to play for guys that believe in him, and he's got a good relationship with Ben Johnson as well. So 
That being said, my prediction is that he will be here until the year 2025. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. Oh my goodness, that was that was so much better than I could have imagined. All right, we got a couple more of these, then we got to get some shout outs. So, um, you know, I just wanted to know this. And 23, uh, will the Detroit Lions have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense? <laughs> Oh, a double oh, deal. Uh, man, you're, that's a that's a damn good question, man. So I know the top 10 offenses to check the box done. No questions asked. Top 10 defense. Man, if we can utilize our draft picks and we got a lot of them, baby, and we got some real nice ones. If we can get some defensive studs, young, hungry bucks ready to play some solid D, sprinkle in a nice little veteran, because let's not forget that. The D is going to be a destination for free agents going forward because they want to come play for a man who's going to stand up for them. They want to play for a town that's going to go to battle with them. They want to come to the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, we're going to use our picks for top D studs. We're going to find a couple gems in the fifth and sixth round a la Rodriguez. Or, excuse me, Rodrigo. And Rodrigo. And maybe Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that guy's that guy's here to stay for sure. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> so yes, Oakry, my prediction is that in the year 2023, we will have a top. Wait for it. Wait for it. Top five offense and a top Ooh-wee. ten defense. Oh my goodness. I may say this later in the show, but like I'm so plugged in that like our offense is rolling. If guys are healthy, I mean, we look good every week. That defense needs a couple more ball players, a little bit more health at times, but I think it's very possible to have a uh, top 10 on both sides of the football moving forward. Last one. In the year and 23. And 23, Choppy, will this team dominate the NFC North? And will we finally give the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers a little bit of that home playoff game that they so that they quench? Like Dan Campbell said this week, it's like a cold glass of water when you're in the desert. Okri, the answer <laughs> to this question about the year 2023 has been previewed and given the destiny from the year 2022 <laughs> because we are going to finish the division 5 and 1 that's right 5 and 1 in the division in the playoffs in the wild card spot so yeah next year we are going to dominate the division again And we are going to host a playoff game for the first time in, I can't even tell you because I don't even know. Yes. 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 And yes, I I absolutely love it. Um, There's so much to be said here. I think the fans, that's all they want. And uh, 
hopefully this segment is what you guys wanted. Again, go check my Twitter to find some of these actual videos. You will laugh to death. We will probably have to bring this back and create punchlines and do it in different ways and find how to use the sounds better. I mean, we might even have to do this bit all the way to the year 3000. Like just watching that guy say that into the mic is worth worth your time of day. So everybody, thank you that we just pulled that off on the fly. That was funny. But um, what I want to do real quick, we're gonna get in this Packer game, finish the show strong as we always do. But uh, I haven't said much about this, but I just want to say thank you once again to the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers that join the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast Fantasy League. We're like three, four years running with this thing. Um, my buddy Luke, who said he would do the um, league all the way from the guy was working a high-end executive role on the World Cup um, event that was going on uh, over there across the uh, waters, and he still was in the league. He's win- He's going to win the championship. It kind of pains me to say that because we both loved our team after the draft. I was in the running. I got my kicked by three-step drop who scored 174 points against me i don't think anybody in this league ever scores 100 to 120 he dropped 174 blew me out of the water but choppy don't you think it was so nice of like a friend a good guy someone that loves fantasy football to take time out of his valuable day to jump in the league and to just enjoy it i mean just to have fun competing just to have the pride of saying he's champion with the people and the people consist of the millions. I mean, I thought it was awesome he did that. Wait, what, why weren't you in there? Why did you tell me no like you always do every time I invite you to fantasy leagues? You did join me. Oh, I, invited you two I years knew that ago. was coming. Listen, Luke is a stand-up guy, much, much more dedicated to fantasy football than me. Uh, Good, what else can admit. I say, Okri? I'm a, I'm a, I'm scum. I'm a punk. <laughs> I let down the people. Uh, yeah, I'm just not the, I'm just not the caliber quality guy that Luke is. So uh, I, I, yeah, I gotta say, that, but I am happy that he he won and you didn't. I mean, uh, yeah. that a good guy like him did win it. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I, I expect that from you as well. But I mean, this guy, like seriously, he's in a few of my leagues, competes at the highest level, always is in the mix, makes eight million trades every year. I mean, you're in one other league with me, and you do the same thing. I don't know where you find time to negotiate and make all these deals. He makes a million trades. He's always in there at the end. Uh, He's stolen multiple championships from me where he was one and I was two. It still sticks in my craw. And Chops, as good as Luke is at fantasy football and as well as I do in my 88 leagues that I'm in, I'm just curious how at least one of your leagues finished in the playoffs where you ended up being the number one seed heading in the playoffs. But it didn't quite go your way when you, you already sizing yourself up for a ring. Am I right? I just want to get that out there. Cheap shot while we're on the show. Uh, let's not talk about that, Okri. That was that's <laughs> one. That one's a little. That's a little. Uh, that's uh, that cuts a little deep there. Yeah. Yes, Everybody... I did win the regular season championship. Yes, I was the highest scoring team by over three hundred points. <laughs> yes, Man. I was the highest scoring team in the playoffs. And yet, some miraculous way, a guy who then got blown out of the water in the championship game knocked me out in the semifinals. The sun shines on a dog's ass <laughs> once in a blue moon. And I did finish third in that league. Thank you very much for bringing that up. It's not a sensitive topic at all. But I did happen to uh, win a championship in my other league. 
when I was in uh, with my college buddies. So I'll take that. Come sneak in the playoffs into the last seed and then uh, upsetting uh, two teams to win the championship. So well, I, I'll take I, could, that as well. I couldn't hear that last part over that sound drop I dropped on you. No, that's a. Yeah, yeah. Nobody and, loves choppy. And, and, and uh, nobody hashtag choppy sandy. <laughs> and nobody cares about our fantasy teams, but the one I wanted to rub in because you're the GM of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm the loyal GM of our Detroit Lions. We both had great regular seasons. Yours better than mine, but I beat you a couple years ago. I was really good last year. We continue to try to win championships for our team. I want to do it for the Kool-Aid drinkers and the Lions fans, even if we don't get one in real life. But we might get a double dip. I might win next year, and who knows what our Lions might do. Who knows what our Lions might do if they get in the playoffs this year. So fantasy football, reality football, it's fun to compete. Even when you lose, hang in there and have some fun but thank you to everybody that did it shout out to kyle osu lions in the uh league i just got to remind him of a couple things i was so glad that that team that we shall not speak of was vanquished at the buzzer ohio state is vanquished and just one more reminder kyle hey listen ohio state sucks <laughs> and just a shout out to Boston Kegs, Eggs and Legs, Detroit above all, 209 DKC Cali Lions, and struggling away uh, all made the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast Fantasy League. You guys have heard me talk about all the other great people in the league from Go Lexi Blue is in there. Can't remember if Ribble is in there or if he was out this year. We've got a bunch of other folks, whether it be um, Mouse Rats in there every year, the Bench Warmers, uh, Honolulu Kool Aid's doing his thing. So if I missed you, I apologize, but just thank everybody for joining that league. Lots of fun. Chop, the time has come, man. Packers, Lions, the league flexes to a night game. There's a whole lot of rumor innuendo opinion about that. What do you think? Uh, oh, great. Listen, <clears throat> the, yeah, the league flexed it into a night game because every, you know, I, I'm just so sick and tired of this NFL, like, slob fest love for Aaron Rodgers and the people owned Green Bay Packers. Like, you know, they flexed it into that spot because it's like, everybody wants to see that Aaron Rodgers shut up all the people that doubted him. No, absolutely not. It's not going to happen. Not today. Not this year. Not in 2022 or 2023. Not against my Detroit Lions. Absolutely. No way. No how. Not going to happen. Cut the narrative. This is a different year. This is hashtag new age lions. Brand new lions. Exactly. But you know what's not brand new? That's smug. That's their quarterback. That's a guy that has his own sound drop on the show. There's nothing new about him. This has been the same since day one. It's simply this. You pompous, stock 
up, snot nose, giant twerp, scumbag. <laughs> all those things, all the above. And yes, of course they don't care about the Lions. They did it because they think he's going to have a coronation. They think it's going to be some miraculous story. Oh, look at the snow is falling. Oh, it's la- historic Lambo. It's under the lights until the Lions come in and punch you in the mouth and take everything that Smug has. So I really hate this guy on every level. He's took shots at the Lions verbally. He's done what's so smug of anyone to take shots at someone and then circle back and then praise them. I mean, if that's not the most smug thing I've ever uh, said, I think I had to tweet somebody that said something about how smug he was. I go, he's the smuggest of the smug. Uh, this guy is the is the king of all smug. I mean, you could just go on and on for days about this guy. He's just the worst of the worst. They think it's going to be his crowning moment. It's not. Chops, I got this as the Lions defense needing to show up big. Um, I really have no worries, as I just said in the previous segment, about our Lions offense. I mean, we're healthy. Your boy's playing well. We can run it. We can throw it. We can punch you in the mouth in the offensive line. We got tight ends that can uh, run gimmicks around inside the red zone. Like, I think our offense is going to do just fine, especially because I heard the weather's going to be like 30, barely any wind, and, and looking good out there. So offense should be cooking. Defense, just hold up your end of the bargain, and let's go get this thing. What are you thinking? Okay. This game is going to be a game where our rookies just go to pound town because I can see that meme of Aaron Rodgers with laying on the ground, helmet half off, daisy eyed look in his eye with Hutch standing over top of him, doing the big kick, kicking the leg out, giving the MJ dance. (laughs) And then two plays later, I can see my missile Houston, we have a problem blowing out of the cannon and smugging that smug piece of smug all over the smug ground. And you know what? I might even go as bold as to say that I can see Rodrigo taking a shot and getting in there too. We are going to walk all over this guy. The defense is going to be hyped. They're going to be ready to go. Maybe we could even get a curb stomp Kirby Joseph interception. We are going to have rookie defense dinner all over this Green Bay offense all Sunday night because we have been waiting all day all year for Sunday night and it's going to come and it ain't going to be pretty for our Green Bay Packers their Green Bay Packers it's going to be damn delicious it's going to be playoff Kool-Aid blue for our Honolulu Blue Detroit Lions the defense is going to rock and roll the offense is going to do what they've been doing all year and we are going to beat the Green Bay Packers by 13 points Oh my goodness. Now this is the choppy woo wee, but this is my one of my other favorite drops. <laughs> woo! Followed up, but I think we're I think we're gonna do this. I think, you know, we're just gonna take it too smug. They can't handle me. They ain't tough enough yet. I think we're gonna take him down to his knees, buddy. I put him down to his knees, buddy. <laughs> I think we're gonna be saying this when it's all said and done. Oh baby! Or maybe this when we beat him by double digits as you said. Oh! <laughs> Chops, I mean, I I don't think this should be at night. I think both teams should be playing at the same time. But I'm not worried about it because Dan freaking Campbell said we're either going to be playing for the playoffs or playing spoiler. And I think he loves both of those scenarios. Yes, his team and him, everybody wants to get in the playoffs. We're not going to play the old draft pick gimmick. We know that the pick could go up or down, handful of slots. We're not worried about that right now. However that shakes out, Brad, what's that name again, Chops? 
always open for business. <laughs> He's somewhere looking at his draft board, rubbing his big meat hook hands together, just smiling, and, and probably has a cool-ass hoodie on somewhere. I mean, he's not worried about where this pick's going. We're trying to get into the playoffs, but if that doesn't work because Seattle finds a way to get a dubski, we're still coming. We're still coming for that victory. We're still looking smug, dead in his eyes, trying to ignore that horrible haircut he has, or that ridiculous beard he continues to hang in there with, and we're just going to give it to him. We're just going to snatch everything that he thought was his, take it, and to me, we're going to score points. We're going to create turnovers. You're going to get pressure on Smug, and to me, that's a recipe for a dubski. What kind of dubski you say, Okri? My score for this game is like at first I had it maybe like a one point game, like maybe 31 30. Maybe we, maybe we kick a field goal late or maybe we're up and they just can't get that final score. But I'm with you, Choppy. This isn't going to be any buzzer beater in Lambo. This is going to be 31 for the Detroit Lions, 21 for Smug and the mozzarella sticks over there in Green Bay. <laughs> I'm hoping it's all on the line. I'm hoping. That it's not, it's just time that we end smug for good. We beat him, we batter him, we embarrass him, and we win in thrilling, dominant fashion in the hollowed grounds. And we walk out saying, This is the hashtag, say it with me, choppy, brand new, new lions. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about, man. Love it. Yes. Yes, and for one day and one day only, I saw some terrible, terrible T-shirts that were printed out last year, something about, like, Detroit Rams. We can all be a Detroit Rams fan (laughs) on Sunday. Go Rams! Beat the Hawks! And then watch us win our way into the playoffs. It's going to happen, baby. Okri, let me give my score here. I got 27 to 14, the 13 point win. And I think this will be the year that Aaron Rodgers is just done. He's finished. He's done in Green Bay. He doesn't want any more Lions. He'll had a he'll have had enough Kool-Aid when this Sunday is over. He's gonna leave the Packers and go somewhere else, and he can take his smug ass out to California somewhere. Like I said, and you backed it up, we end him this Sunday evening on Sunday Night Football. Hashtag choppy liking. Shout out Bo DeFrisco is on Twitter right now dropping Unleash Hutch. Houston, we have a problem. Everybody get those hashtags, those gimmicks out there. Choppy, it's been fun as it always is. We'll look forward to having you back in about a month or so, whenever your schedule permits. Love you talking Lions. We got draft that'll be here before you know it, but we might have the playoffs before we know it based on what's going to go down this Sunday. So everybody, drink it in. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread! Ah, what the hell, make it a double. Cornbread! And I'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. Hashtag golf train. Hashtag playoffs. Pack the bag. Start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.